0: Hi, my name's Mark Nelson, I'm Professor of HIV Medicine at Imperial College London and a consultant at the Chelsea and Westminster Hospital and today we're going to talk about entry inhibitors and the impetus to change HIV treatment and I think post COVID Uh, Many patients are coming back to clinic, uh, uh, majority doing very, very well, but we're looking at changing treatments. We've realized post-COVID that life is for living, that we've got to give people a good quality and quantity of life. uh, And that uh, is something for all of us, but includes those individuals living with HIV. So we often talk about patients failing treatment. I think that's really the wrong way of looking at it. It isn't the patient who's failing treatment, it's the treatment failing the patient. You know, what we do have nowadays is a wide choice of agents and we can put them together in various regimens, both for those patients starting treatment, for those patients switching treatment with an undetectable viral load and those few patients who are virologically uh, having treatment failure. Uh, and really have a strong chance of success. Indeed, uh, it's my view that we have uh, drugs within our armamentarium, which means that really every single patient that we are seeing should have an undetectable viral load. And clearly with an undetectable viral load, we get immunological uh, reconstitution. We have the concept of undetectable equals untransmissible. And this all translates into what i say we want to achieve which is uh, virological success equating with good quality and quantity of life. So I can remember a slide from many years ago, uh, which I used to use, which was a series of cogs, uh, which stated really that tolerability drove adherence, which uh, drove treatment success. And I think it is all about tolerability. And again, I think we're very lucky that we have treatments which are now very tolerable. There have very limited toxicity, limited drug-drug interactions. And that does drive the adherence. But, but including in the drive to adherence is the fact that we have very simple therapies, you know, one tablet once a day, the majority without uh, any restrictions as regards diet. And as I've said already, uh, limited drug-drug interactions. So it's this tolerable, easy to adhere to therapy which is driving virological success. But we do see failure uh, and that failure is driven in some cases by toxicities leading to lack of adherence, it's it's driven by lack of adherence, which is often due to social reasons, rather than drug related reasons, there may be drug drug interactions which uh, particularly uh, as we have moved away from a, a one-stop shop as regards HIV, much more use of uh, general practitioners or of other specialists, and perhaps uh, uh, some limits on how we how well we communicate between ourselves, that we do see drug-drug interactions uh, and polypharmacy leading occasionally uh, to virological failure. But really, we have a lot of treatment success. Now, in those few patients where we have virological failure with multi-resistant virus, we are lucky that we have uh, new classes of drugs coming through. And it's really over the last couple of years we've seen new entry inhibitors. You'll be aware, perhaps, of some of the older entry inhibitors, uh, CCR5 inhibitors, maraviroc, fusion inhibitors, T20 But we also have new entry inhibitors. We have Fosthemsivir, which blocks interactions between the GP120 and CD4 uh, receptors. Uh, which is available as an oral medication, and the post-attachment inhibitor ibalizumab, which attaches to the CD4 receptor away from GP20-CD4 uh, interaction and induces conformational changes, which prevent the latter steps of viral entry. And both ibalizumab and fostemsavir have been shown in multi-resistant uh, patients to uh, be able to achieve virological success. Now, in these people who are multi-resistant, clearly they have limited treatment choices uh, and putting a regimen together is often fraught with difficulties because of the complicated regimen patterns. But in such patients, despite multi-resistant virus, both of these were able to achieve virological success in over 50% of individuals within clinical trials. Now, as I say, I think in the United Kingdom, particularly, uh, but through, through, throughout uh, uh, really the resource-rich world, these kind of patients with uh, uh, virological failure and multi-resistance and uh, are really quite limited. You know, I, I remember thinking about it in the UK and thinking well they just they just don't exist you you know we just don't see these patients in clinical practice either we've achieved virological success already with them or unfortunately they've passed away due to uh, their poor immune systems leading to opportunistic infections and tumors what we do have however is a number of patients on quite complicated regimens who are virological successes and those complicated regimens often do have toxicity. They often do have uh, adherence issues due to multiple tablets. They often do run the risks of of, of drug-drug interaction. Uh, And so we need to look further afield. It's important to have new drugs to treat individuals with virological failure, but these new drugs may also be useful in other groups. We need to look at these people on complicated regimens and see Can we make them less complicated? Can we get rid of some of the toxicities? Can we get rid of some of the adherence issues? And perhaps by looking at new drugs such as these new entry inhibitors, we can actually achieve that in some of our patients. And I think what happens whenever we see new drugs, and I I don't think it's anything to do with entry inhibitors, but also with any new agents, we tend to use them, uh, first of all, in late disease or in switch patients, and then they move to naive. And again, I think as we get experience with these new entry inhibitors in the few patients that we have where they are definitely going to be used, those individuals with multi-resistant virus and virological failure, hopefully we can pick up the pros and cons of using these drugs and perhaps then integrate them more into our clinical practice. I think what's important uh, nowadays is that we don't just sit there and say, virological success equals success. having an undetectable viral load is all we're trying to achieve. We need to realize we're not treating a virus But we're treating a patient and for every single patient that comes to clinic we need to ask ourselves can we do better can we do better in their care how we organize their care but also on the drugs that they are taking and think about is there a role for new drugs for these patients to further improve their quality and quantity of life thank you very much for listening today Uh, I hope it all goes well but do remember all drugs that we have in our armamentarium are going to be useful in the future.